Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Forever. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Double Threat. Today we have the a... show where we answer your questions about sex, mm-hmm. love, romance, fucking staring through windows, farting. Guess what, Tom? What's that? Brett sent me the Garfield recipes. Hold on a second. The Garfield recipes from last week? And this is, uh, of course, this Garfield-themed restaurant that a guy named uh, Nathan Masry tried to get off the ground. And And they uh, are so bad that we need to, like, figure out a way to get him his money back. (laughs) I feel really bad. It's okay. okay. Is, it's okay. No, I was thinking it's not about okay. This. I was thinking Brett. about this, and and you know when you go to the um when you it's, go to the because cool. these are the secret. They got the secret sauce recipe in there. They got everything. They got it's like the you know the Garfield eats Bible essentially. So it's I mean because when you go to the World of Coke in in Atlanta and there's a thing called Wait. the Vault. You mean World of Coke? Oh, is oh, that a, what you call? That was what you called your dorm room, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you go to the world of coke which of course is the coca-cola themed uh sort of um uh, amusement tourist attraction uh in atlanta it's a big it's a big coca-cola theme park essentially mm-hmm. in the middle of atlanta and um mm-hmm. you uh you yeah. go to something called the vault and they take you into the vault and they scare the living shit out of you about how how secret the coca-cola recipe is and how how tightly they guard it and all the battles to try to discover it, and no one's ever discovered the secret recipe of Coca-Cola. And it's the most, you know, exclusive thing in the world. They're taunting people with to steal it is what they're doing. Why are you winding everybody up? There is a weird what? part of the vault where you have to, in order to get out of the vault, uh, a volunteer from your group has to, like, play a video game and win the game. Um, Are you serious? Yeah, for everybody. Like an escape room kind of thing? It turns into an escape room. You think it's just a sort of little tour. And then at the very end, it turns into an escape room. And I'm like, you know, in my head, I'm like, haha, but you'll let us out, right? This guy, it took him three times to win the game. And they didn't let us out till he won the game. So I don't know how long that would go on. They'll let you out. What do you think? There's still people trapped in there because nobody knows how to play a video game? Occasionally, I think people get trapped in the vault for a little longer than is comfortable. Mm -hmm. Is that how Al Capone died? He died in the Coca-Cola vault, yeah. He uh, couldn't, he was not good at video games. Al Capone so he, was notoriously he le- bad he at video lost, games. He, 
he ran out of oxygen. Two left thumbs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So my point of bringing up this Coke thing is that, you know, they guard that thing like Fort Knox. The Garfield Eats guy gave me his whole recipe book for 40 bucks. So in a sense, I got a pretty good deal and I'm yeah. fine. With Tom, this. this this when you say book, uh-huh. I think you're going with the <laughs> very kind the southern the southern definition. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the same way this. Look, I don't want to say this on the show because I know people think Tom picks on the South all the time. Tom picks on the South. What's the thing called? The Coke world? World of Coke. World of Coke. Julie, that's the third best school in all of Georgia. (laughs) You were going to say it was their only museum. It is. It's their only museum also. (laughs) You want to go do some learning? Let's all go down World of Coke. The world of Coke. This time I'm getting out of that vault. Ain't gonna trap me in there for four hours like last time. <laughs> what does the video game entail? Like, is it like a Tetris? Is it Tetris? Is it, it yeah, exactly. Is it like a simple? I think you gotta yeah. put like ingredients in a barrel and carry it out a door or something, like a little video game guy. You gotta do well, something like that. Like that would be the clue to some of the game. ingredients. Well, they, they, no, they'll let you know, like, basic ingredients. They're almost taunting I you. I know the recipe. I could make Coke. I, yeah, you know, what do we need? Julie, Julie, I've had so this thought. I've had this thought. It you is, have? Yeah, there is. You can, it's like, um, you can get 99% of the way there. It's yeah. the final 1%, though, that makes it Coke, and I have no idea what that I know 1% what is. is. I know what it is. You rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> what if it just turned out it was just a teeny, tiny amount of... No the tiniest amount of, of, of urine. Robert of Robert E. Lee's. Yeah. Robert Robert I P freely. <laughs> freely. <laughs> freely. Uh, Robert Freely. <laughs> the night that drove old Dixie down. Sung by Canadians. What's going on <laughs> with that? Just imagine that they're, they're all but one of them were be, Canadians. One they like, couldn't be further from the South yeah. geographically if you're thinking about North America. Yeah, it'd be like if I wrote some song about logging up in uh, Vancouver. You did. You wrote that song, logging and log logging up in Vancouver with my yeah. with my baby. Yeah, it was like a swing. This was during the swing craze when we all would love to swing dance. Those were the days when we all loved to swing dance and we would say, you're so money. Like I would just say to my friends, you're so money and you don't even know it. And then after a while they said. They did know it. know it. You You keep saying. Right, because you kept saying it. (laughs) Yes. And then I would say, you're even more money. Inflation just hit. You're even more money than now you don't know that you're even more money. What was that guy? Was it was it Dave? The guy who was like, in your opinion, is inflation a bad thing or not a bad thing? How did he phrase that? Oh, in that clip we watched, yeah, this was from the he, Man on the Street uh, that was clip, the, a couple Mr. Wacky clip. What did he right. say? Would you rather have inflation? Like, like what he said, it? like in your experience, is inflation a bad thing or not a bad thing? But see, yeah. what I just said was too concise, and that was pretty awkward. So yeah, that was the. That it was like was, the soundbite version of it, but he yeah. was a lot clumsier, and we love him. So, would you say inflation was a bad thing or a, not a bad thing? I watched some more clips of him 
interviewing people. Yeah. On the pier on Mother's Day, watching all the seals because the seals were all basking in the sun. Really? So he was out there? Yes. He was interviewing people on the pier about being a mom. Mm -hmm. You know, usually when you're talking about the world of inflation, you guys, you probably notice, is that a good thing or or not a good thing? Inflation. Sorry, can you pause it? You probably notice is ruining his train of thought i think yes he's he's accommodating them midstream and he's getting himself flustered i think i think that was his big stumbling block linguistically because he forgot it was a question for a minute yeah he should have just said is it guys is inflation a good thing or not a good thing He's trying to get them, for those of you who haven't watched our, by the way, go back and watch our Top 10 Man on the Street Clips episodes. They're great. It's a two-parter. You're going to love it. But if you haven't watched- Modern classic like uh, Shawshank. If you haven't watched him yet, this guy is trying to, he's standing in front of a bouncy castle. So he's trying to get to the, the the punchline essentially is like, usually inflation's a bad thing, except when it's an inflatable bouncy castle. Yeah. Right. And it takes him about two minutes to get there. To get to that reference. And like I said, it's like Alan Partridge when he goes, have you had breakfast today? <laughs> no. Say yes for the purposes of a joke. <laughs> like, just just get them to say what you need. I mean, Alan Partridge is a pro compared to this, though. I mean, that's yeah. a pretty that's a pretty quick. He, he really mm-hmm. adjusts on the fly there. This guy it's a pretty takes the scenic route. No, this guy What's does. His name again? Dave. Oh man, Dave! I think it's Dave something. Yeah, Dave's not here, man. He got fired for being bad at being in it. Now, this world of Coke you tell us about. Oh, I'd, what yeah. are the ingredients in Coca Cola? I'm going to tell you right now: water, water, caramel, sugar, color, sugar, sugar, carbonation. Like, what, so, are some, there? I mean, you got that high Spices? fructose corn syrup. You got to have that in there. Obviously. That's the good stuff. Yeah. Right. Except for Mexican Coke that, gosh, yeah. that's interesting, right? People that like it more because it has sugar. I love to hear them talk about that. I do too. And I really like when they tell you that it's the, that they vastly prefer it to <laughs> regular Coca-Cola. Right. These are the things I like. I love that. I love when somebody tells me about how when they went to Ireland and they had Guinness in Ireland mm. that it was like unrecognizable from mm-hmm. the Guinness in uh everywhere yes, it else. It solved all of their problems. Health problems, yeah. Yeah. financial problems, sexual problems. Yeah. Well, speaking of drinks of the world, there is a part at the very end of the world of Coca-Cola. You two would love this. And by the way, when next time you're in Atlanta, you two would love this. You let so me Larry know. Mullen Jr. would Bono, love it. The Edge. Yeah. Adam Clayton. Hillel Slovak. I bet they've been to the world of Coke. Jack Irons. They've they've not been to. I don't think they have, Brett. I'm going to find a photo of Bono at the world of Coke. I guarantee You're going to Photoshop Bono in Get front ready. of the world of Coke. That's Get, what's about yeah. to happen. The world's worst Photoshop Google is search? 45 oh. minutes away. Mm, yeah, nothing's coming up immediately. I like that. Immediately. Be. The quality of the show is going to suffer for the next hour. While Brett Photoshop's going to be like smoothing what? the edges yeah. and not the and the not the not the edges of the edge, but of Bono. Yeah. yeah. Now, Brett's going to be like, 
Hey, Brett, can you play it again? What? 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 Oh, you mean while he's he's cropping an image and running it through some filter so that it, yeah. So, so you're saying we would end, like the world of yes. Coke because at the end, what happens? At the very end, you go through all the exhibits. You, you take to a picture how with you the die. polar bears. You do this. In, in a manner of speaking, yes. One in my sleep, to, please. In my sleep. One member of the tour has to drown. In Coke. In, in Coca-Cola for the rest to escape. But they can choose the flavor, and it could be one of those flavors that didn't last. Well, speaking mm-hmm. of drowning in Coca-Cola, you're not wrong. Because the very the last thing you do in the world of Coca-Cola, you walk into this big open area and it's full of it's gorgeous there's like a glass dome and these nice sort of lighting mm. fixtures and all this it looks very nice it looks like a really nice airport terminal but then all around you are those like gorgeous all those are those fountain uh you know like you see at a gas station a fountain dispenser all around you all along the walls yeah and they hand you a cup and they say go to town buddy have the time uh-huh. of your life and you walk around and there are all the different Coke products from all over the oh, world. Gosh. Oh my! So you have God. all the Coke wow. products you know, from wow. uh, from Africa, from Europe, from Asia, mm-hmm. from Australia, all the different from South America, everywhere, everywhere. All the different Coke products, the regional varieties, all this stuff. And you can go around. You can try everyone. You can have as much as you want. You can drown in it. Yeah. Oh. He ended that with drowning drown in, in it. Yeah. I think, I think <laughs> we. I think we, Julie. I think we know how Brett plans to. Check to die. Brett <laughs> yeah. says, I'm the... going to World of Coke. We got to call the police. I did put that in my right. will. It wasn't, uh, it's not normal, but I added an addendum. You, know, you usually put, you know, what you want to happen to you after you mm-hmm. die. I also added yeah. how I want to die. Zoe's going to have to sign off on that. Yeah. Zoe's That's the only sign. way to check out of the Hotel California is to go into the World of Coke yeah. and drown. Yeah. They'll be at the World of Coke and they'll be like, Hey, man, uh, some dude in a swell map shirt just jumped in that vat of Coke. I think he's trying to kill himself. I have an idea that you might like or hate. Yes, I know I'm going to like it because it's your idea. Well. That sounds, now that sounds like a challenge to you. Now, to I'm, say, now I'm worried. Now I'm worried. One I don't. Now I'm worried. No, I'm ready. Okay. Brett is the Willy Wonka of the Coke oh, world. Julie. Hell yes. <laughs> Now we're talking. Brett, Brett, yeah. cha- Brett inherits the world of Coke. Yeah. He becomes oh, a recluse for years. Me. And then he opens it up to yeah. five lucky children yeah. or people, whatever, yeah. who get like golden like tickets in their bottle caps or something. Yep. yep. Or on the other side of the label, they peel off the label and it's a golden ticket. And they can tour the coca-cola factory but mm-hmm. there's a madman who runs it now mm-hmm. yeah speaking maybe of all pure five children <laughs> exactly right? maybe all five winners i say with quotation yeah. fingers die in the river of coke in the first scene yeah and then he brings in five more yeah they're on standby yeah what are his oompa loompas is it like forever dog interns? Yeah, what would his Oompa Loompas be? Who, were, who would Brett's Oompa Loompas be? The podcast The Ride Guys. <laughs> I mean, Knott's Berry Farm sliders. Yeah. Um, oh, that's fun. I get a yeah. bunch of sliders around me at all times. I will say the sliders would be personality wise the most likely to break into song after someone dies as an, dies in an accident. Yeah. 
what do you get? And, like they would just like mm-hmm. do not care at all about. Yes. The Look, tragedy yeah. of like yeah. the frailty of human existence. Like they're just doing Are it. You they showing deserved us? it. So sh- this is the final room. This is the final, the final. Wow, um, look at that. Look at those modern uh machines, Tom. These yeah, are really Asia, up to, like Europe. Wow. These also they look so clean. This <laughs> is the one. Oh, yeah, Brett, these need a wipe down. Yeah, well, oh no, you got you people. Agree? Julie, this place is a like, I mean, this is I think this is probably where where COVID started is the is the end yeah. of the world of COVID. Because you go into this thing, there's kids. Yeah, world of hot Hopped up, on, hopped up on caffeine, running around. With, they got everybody gets one cup. They're running around with one cup, just sloshing soda everywhere, mm-hmm. chugging mixing, it, mixing, mixing like Sprite with. And what is that? What else Beverly. is on that? Dude, with Bev- Tom Beverly, Beva. I mixed Viva with Beverly. Tom, okay, guys. Beverly, mix. Beverly is the one. Beverly is the one. When we used to do field trip because we would do a field trip to World of Coke every year. Yeah, it was the best day of the year because you just you know everybody's waiting till the end. You learn nothing. You, you learn. You actually through. leave stupider than you were at yeah. the end of the You're beginning of the day. Coming out dumber. That's that's how it is at I World love, of Coke. I love field trips that are not educated, like when yeah. they'd wheel in a movie and it would not be educational at all. But yes, go ahead. No, you, you are. You're sitting through all this. You know, John Pemberton created the formula and then the Aza whatever stole it from him and all this stuff because it has Coca-Cola has like a McDonald's origins. Like one guy made it. The other John guy, Pemberton guy wasn't it. in Depeche Mode. John Pemberton. Really? John Pemberton? He created the formula, and then a guy he was not uh, in Duran Duran. Okay, he's a Griggs Candler, I think his name stub uh, like stole it and and you know franchised it. But Beverly, it. Beverly is a European soda in there, and that was the one everyone. Tell me would, about Beverly. Everyone I would dare know themselves to. Everyone who is would this dare. seductive lady? Yeah. Tell me about this this provocative siren. Tell this us, Chanteuse. Everyone would dare each other to drink Beverly. Because it has yeah. it, it it doesn't even try to look appealing. It's just like a blue label that just says has the word Beverly in plain yeah. font what does it on taste it. Like it tastes like I wonder if I would like it now. It's a very like it's a very sort of adult European taste. Sure, so you know, more, it's, maybe more mean? subtle than what a kid would it, like. It's more subtle. It's what, a little like, bitter. Does it taste like menthol? Does it yeah. taste like a like mouthwash? You're getting close. It's like bitter right. mouthwash essentially. You're getting is, close. Is yeah, I gotta look up and see what this Beverly flavor of soda. I want to drink some Beverly. Yeah, it was used as an aperitif. Oh, could you, you could you mix it with gin? You could because you know you what it is? It it's kind of like um you could because it's kind of like a Campari. So you could kind of make do a sort of Campari gin. You know, it has like it's like a non-alcoholic Campari. Oh. Uh, you know mark- what I realized this marketed yes. as a non-alcoholic aperitif. Yeah. Yeah. Um um a napper teeth for the Italian market. Sophisticated. Oh, mm. you know who I realized I like who I like more than Andy Kaufman. Who I think is funnier than Andy Kaufman. Who's that? Tony Clifton. <laughs> you like Tony Clifton more? I love Tony Clifton. Played by Tony which Clifton. one? When Andy Kaufman plays him, or when Zamuda plays him? When uh, Jim Carrey plays him. Jim Carrey plays, yeah, or or Andy Kaufman's brother was the other one, I think. Yeah, um, I love Tony Clifton. I realized that this week. I'm like a huge mm-hmm. Tony Clifton fan. I love when Tony Clifton goes, "What well, is it going to be, Bob? Bob? What you going to do, Bob? 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 What's your last name yeah, for Bob. apples in the water?" Yeah, he just keeps he, <laughs> just the way he just keeps abusing him with just his no, name. I, I have to tell you, I've been on a little bit of a deep 
dive with like Tony Clifton. <laughs> There's a number he does with Miss Piggy. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Things were different then. Julie, That's all I got to say. Things I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. You said things were different then. This is what I'm going to say to you. What if things weren't different? What if you and I just invent new characters? We start doing double threat. We're like every I like you were every once in a while a new episode. It's like it's not Tom mm-hmm. and Julie. It's you know right. It's like Beverly the Beverly Soda and Raymond uh, uh, Di Vincenzo the Fourth Esquire. <laughs> DDS Doctor Doctor Raymond Di Vincenzo the Fourth Esquire DDS right. yes. But he just talks I mean, like, hey, what do we do? And everybody's like, what kind of doctor is that? How did he get a, how did he become a doctor? What if you and I just start doing Tony Clifton? What if we just do the show as Tony Clifton? I mean, if we start doing appearances as Tony Clifton, do you think, how fast do you think Bob Zumbuda would find us? Do you think his ponytail would like stand up like and point in our direction? Someone's ripping me off. Anyway, I'm a huge I'm the one who fan. Rips I'm just putting that out there. Yeah. I'm the one who knocks. I'm the one who Bre- breaking <laughs> breaking Zamuda. I'm the one who sucks. <laughs> That's breaking breaking Bob. <laughs> Any but other what, sodas we should know about, Brett? What if one of us is Bob Zamuda every once in a while for an episode? Yes, that's a good idea. If we get like just one of us. prosthetic makeup. Yeah. To be uh, like Look at me, I'm Bob Zamuda. And it'll be just like, hey, welcome to Double Thread. My name's Tom. And I'm Bob Zamuda. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're just like abusive and detached and <laughs> what are we doing? What are we doing? Who's the guest? Well, we're watching clips. Oh, clips. Clips. A haircut? I'm going to get a haircut? Clips? Just like. Those Bob Zamuda jokes, those, those Tony Clifton jokes, not Bob Zamuda. Jokes. Can I get a quick primer on this? So, was it Bob Zamuda was oh, Brad. his friend, and then Brad. Tony Clifton was his alter ego? Or this, I don't I know. Thought Can you I get were a primer? Like a cool comedy nerd yeah. like us. No, exactly. don't you get that well, he, Tom and I are like I'm always comedy. running behind. Oh, Brett. Don't you know that Tom is short for Tomedy? Yeah. Exactly. I know a little. I'm just saying a quick primer, you know, because I get I get lost. And in all there's these a names. reason why Julie's initials are JK because she can always say "just kidding" because mm-hmm. it's comedy. Um, Brett Andy Kaufman was a popular comedian. Yeah, we, that, yeah. I, I, oh, you know that much. Oh, I know that, I know that much. Well, oh, you well, do know some of it. Isn't that special? Says the church lady. I know nothing. Church lady will tell you about it in next week's class. Brett. Yeah, let me see if I got this right. So Bob Bob Zamuda was Andy Kaufman. Bob Zamuda was a real guy, and that was Andy Kaufman's friend. And like, and yes, I don't and know. Like collaborate, collaborate, collaborate. Like, right for Andy. Andy Kaufman picked this this marginally talented guy, Bob right. Zamuda, okay. to be his confidant and collaborator. Okay. And the fair two to of say? them would come up with bits. Absolutely, the two of them would come up with bits that would make each other laugh. Yeah. And they didn't care if anybody else thought they were funny. Yes, and Bob Zamuda would often be a member of the audience that would get picked out for various sketches. He'd be a plant often. Andy Kaufman came up with this idea of a character named Bob of of, uh, Tony Clifton. See, it's easy. You're getting lost in it, too. I'm not getting lost in it. He's not getting lost in it. Did you ever get lost in it? You got to go back to soda college, Brett. 
Did you ever matriculate at Soda College? <laughs> matriculate. Or did you just audit classes? It, it, just, it sounds like matriculating is what happens when the machine's not... Uh, the machine is matriculating everybody out! There's, there's, there's Beverly gonna, all over the floor. You're going to get Beverly all over your lap if you don't run. It's, in a, it's a non-alcoholic aperitif. Don't Very popular Beverly, in, don't in, in Italy. Don't let Beverly anywhere near your reproductive organs. Yeah. That's how they got Durst. Remember, he missed. He couldn't spell Beverly right. What happened? Remember, that's how they caught Robert Durst. That's how they cornered him in the in the jinx. Is he? he oh he, gosh, he, I he, thought you meant Fred Durst. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. He like he made the same spelling error on the letter. Yeah, I bet if Robert Durst ever went to the world of Coke and he saw that, he'd have he'd have some sort of moment. You know, he'd see the word yeah, Beverly probably. on the soda fountain and be like, oh, "That's how they got me." He's dead. Really? I think so. I think he passed. Oh, all right, oh, we're bringing him back. I think he crossed the Rainbow Bridge. Me and my science friends. You're right. So, Tony Clifton was an obnoxious insult club comic type Night character. Club singer. Character, yes. though. Character. Okay. Lounge guy. With, that, yes, but a lot of prosthetics and dark glasses and a mustache on. And he would often open for Andy Kaufman and when he would do it's shows. in the movie. The movie's like not, you know, there are things in the movie that are not true, as Andy would have appreciated. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things was like he didn't want to do taxi. And he's like, well, fine, but only if Tony Swift is in like five episodes. And they're like, who the hell is Tony Swift? <laughs> they literally negotiated out like... <laughs> And at, like a like like five appearances over the uh, for it's so funny like he wouldn't do it unless they, they guaranteed Tony Clifton could get star yeah and, and then then, then they went to film the episode with Tony Clifton in it and, <laughs> and he showed up with two sex workers at least in the movie yeah he gets kicked off the studio lot and as he's leaving he goes well good b instead of goodbye and i just almost started to cry i was laughing so hard he so the it's so funny yeah so then brett when people started to catch on that andy kaufman was tony clifton mm-hmm. Andy's move was to start having Bob Zamuda play okay. Tony Clifton. That's it. That's the missing so link. So it I could was like okay. so suddenly Andy Kaufman would be there, right. and then Tony Clifton would walk in, yes. disproving people thinking they solved the riddle. And the makeup was so heavy they could pull it off. It basically oh God, looked it like the same. Bar- buried under even makeup. for the seventies, even for the seventies, yeah. you're like, nope, that's completely unrecognizable. Yeah, I mean, just layers of yeah of makeup. Like in a toupee, and yeah, like in his hair looked like a toupee, not like a yes. wig. Yes, it was. It was um a way for him to get his id, just like not be cute and likable, to just be yeah, you know, hor- like a horrifying villain until he started wrestling, and then he got that out that way too. Yeah. <sighs> yep. Does that make sense now, Brad? I get it. Thank you very much. I feel any like other, I took a whole course. I got course comedy credits class. Now. This is a master class. Next week, we'll teach you all about Ali G. Mm-hmm. That Ali G and Borat are played by the same guy. They are not. Ali G is not the same guy as Borat. You'll, that but sounds, Borat it, is it, the same guy as Ali G. Sound intriguing? 
tune in next week. It is. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, I appreciate the help. Um, and speaking of... Uh, you learning that would be enough to get a diploma at uh, Soda College down there. I'm still on the waiting <laughs> I list. I think it would actually might be a liability knowing more yeah. than... Because then there, because then the problem with soda college is mm-hmm. you don't graduate if you're too big for your britches. Yeah, it's true. That's very That's true. That's a whole thing down there. Yeah, they call you Hollywood if you they think you're a big shot now. Right, or you're Meshach Taylor doing a good job in a fine role. Mm-hmm. That's probably what Beverly is there for. Like if someone if they see someone on the cameras taste Beverly and 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 like it. Yeah, they're like that person's too fancy for this room. Yeah, they gotta go. Mm-hmm. Man, if they see I, someone gag on it, they're like, "That's one of us." Man, I gotta admit, I tried that Beverly. I kind of got a hankering for it now. I gotta go back to Soda College. I gotta that get Beverly. a mug of that stuff again. I can't like, what you thinking about Zeke? Yeah, Beverly. I think about Beverly. It's non-alcoholic aperitif. Wait, no, don't, don't tell What's him up? yet. Oh, yeah. We sorry. want to play oh, sorry. out. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I see no. where you're going. It's like, Beverly? Who's Beverly? Your wife's name is yeah. Darlene. I just want to tell you, Beverly is so fine. Wow. What she tastes like on the lips, Zeke. <laughs> kind of like, you ever have one of them Italian aperitifs? <laughs> All the time. <laughs> I have them upper upper teeth before the teeth. Yeah, I love this is Meal. where the show's going now too. Well, here's my and idea. I'm, I'm, com- I'm completely the only one <laughs> driving on. it there, and hold you two on, are accommodating on. it politely. I, have the, I am complicit. Okay, good. I, listen I, to this. Listen I gave this. you an escape an escape hatch. Yes, noted. You denied Zeke, it. Zeke. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Is what's that, sw- man? Is she- is she sweet? Oh man, is she ever sweet? Is her personality outgoing? Like, is she bubbly? Her person, she's quite, she's quite bubbly, and uh, I just want to say, man, she goes down easy. I'm gonna call your wife right now. Anytime I'm in downtown Atlanta, I make sure I connect <laughs> with Beverly. Beverly? We have some time together. Wow. She seems real special. Oh, boy, is she ever. Can it, I see it, a photo? Oh, I wish I could, but uh, there's a, <laughs> you get locked in a cave. <laughs> yeah, you're not allowed to take photos at the no, Coke man. Museum. At the World of Coke. Yeah. Photos? This, yeah. What are those? She's Italian. Are they like too. drawings? Very exotic. Well, just draw me a picture. Then <laughs> <laughs> you draw a picture of like a, a, a stick figure soda. with boobs. <laughs> no, a can of soda with boobs. <laughs> with boobs. 
Yeah. Like two big boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and I go, I'm going to steal Beverly from you. Said, There's enough of her to share. This is a good idea for a funny skit. Yeah, we should send. What well, is it? Brett, can we get a fax number for SNL for where Fridays? We can, where I want to send submit to Friday. I want to submit to Fridays. We got to start faxing skits to all these shows. What if we got the no, the? What if we got access to all the shows? Like if they still had a fax machine going, they, sh- they probably do. And every once in a while, and it's a it's a fax double threat skits for mm-hmm. and it's like a blank and we write like a blank line where clearly we're sending them to everybody and it says saturday oh, you night mean live it. right like we're clearly faxing everyone in town i think we should find out we should only pitch the please don't destroy guys mm-hmm. Listen, i call them i call them the soggy bottom boys because they had mm-hmm. that movie called the the race to soggy bottom mm-hmm. mountain. Yeah, they have that movie race to soggy bottom mountain. <laughs> and look, what you love guys, that movie? That's Julie, all you do is talk about it. You were mad the, it was snubbed for the Oscar. I'm mad. Uh, no, mad it wasn't was snubbed. It was nominated for eleven for Oscars. Elmo it was nominated was for eleven mad. Oscars. I'm just worried that they're going to split the acting vote. Right. They're not all nominated under the same guy. They should have gone in some as like King yeah. Rat style, Rat yeah. King style. They should go they should go up very tall, like if they win, as if they're like fourteen feet high and it's all three of them under a trench coat. But who will make the trench coat? Who watches the watchmen? We're here to collect our award. <laughs> It sounds like slow motion. Yeah, it does. Well, because they're so tall, their voice is so deep. They're 14 feet. You imagine how big their voice box is? I have a question. (laughs) How many... I played this game recently in the back of a cab. Yeah? Because I get kind of carsick sometimes. And it, like, helps me, like... You know, like, you play a game, you get your mind off of something, right? Mm -hmm. Um... How many of the little rascals can you name? Oh, this is a great game. Okay. Um, Brett, should... do you have the... the yeah, the, let me get the can, master Brett, list would you mind pull... Because that was the other thing was I stopped. Then then I I demanded that I be quizzed on um, the plots of the shorts. Oh, well, I'll lose that one. But what I will tell I think you, you'd be surprised. Because okay. if I tell you like the first part, I bet you could figure out that. And then and then I and then I managed to guess successfully the name of their first move, like feature movie. It was mm-hmm. seventy minutes, but that was plenty. All right, let me see what who I could name. Okay, oh, of the little rascals. There's a. I will tell yeah, you, there's, there's a, lot. a lot of them. Okay. And at least like three of them are synonyms for like people of size. Like okay. You're here we just go. like that's a lot of okay. Right. I've got yeah. most of them here. Of course, Spanky. Okay. That's number one. Darla. That's number one. Who? Darla. 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 Alfalfa. Spanky. Spanky and Darla are really like the leading man. Yeah. And woman of the of the rascals. I call them Alfalfa. Mm-hmm. Buckwheat. Mm-hmm. Jackie. Jackie. He right? grew up to be Jackie the Joke Man? Jackie Cooper. Oh, right. Of course. Right? He was a member of the gang. 
Fred, are you there? Yeah, I don't see ja- Jackie Cooper. Jackie Cooper. Who became Uncle Fester, right? I think, I think at a certain point we all become Uncle Fester. I think you're wrong on that, Brad. Is that wrong? Or he was... All right, hold on a second. He was... He became he became Perry White in the Superman movies as an adult. Who am I have there been a, I have there been, has there been a movie where they're all old? The not so little rascals. <laughs> the little little time left rascals. <laughs> oh my god, they're exactly little <laughs> the little. The, the or little they're they're all riding left. rascals. They could all be riding rascals. The little riding the little. Yeah, the little, little time left, they're riding rascals. The little almost dead riding rascals. Oh, Uncle Fester was Jackie Coogan. That's an that's an yeah. honest. That's an easy mistake. No, that's an easy mistake. Uh, but it wouldn't. We're not. Not if you went to our comedy college. It isn't Brett. Well, but Jackie Coogan was the kid in uh, Charlie Chaplin's The Kid. He was a child actor. That's an easy. That's an easy mistake. I'm gonna write that one off. Not you feel bad know. About now it. here's a weird one. Jackie Coogan was the kid from The Kid. He grew up to be Uncle Fester. Do you think Charlie Chaplin was just like, I did a movie with that kid, with the child from the kid. He's now plays Uncle Fester on, the, you know what I mean? Like, was he, mm-hmm. how aware was he that the kid from the kid was Uncle Fester? I imagine, based on what I know about Charlie Chaplin, didn't he like keep track of all kinds of young people? <laughs> yeah, so he might have aged out actually at that That's point. what I mean is yeah. he's like, oh, this person was seven, now they're 12. Yeah. This person was 12, now they're 14. I'm in, looks at map, Georgia. <laughs> he, was, he was alive for the run of, uh, for the, run of uh, the Adams family. Yeah, no, he made it into the 70s. Yeah. What did he die in, 78? 77. 77. Well, d- Christmas Day, 77, so almost 78. Ah, what a gift. Ho, ho, ho. And I've got something for you, Charlie. Oh, I think he's sick. He goes, oh, he ho, ho. you know my brother, Death. And then yeah. the, the guy with the yeah. friggin' pitch, that yeah. big knife Death attached to a chimney. stick comes in. Death that comes down the chimney. curved knife. Death comes down the chimney would be a great title for something. Death comes down. The, write that down, Brett. That would got be it. a good episode of The Little Rascals. Yeah. When they are all old. Yeah. Oh, that oh, we're going to oh. pitch to the, 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 yeah. the soggy bottom boys. The soggy bottom boys. Merry Christmas, Charlie Chaplin. I've got a train for. Oh, he's on the floor. He does not look good. <laughs> he's dead. I'll get this on March in March 1978, a mere uh, three months after he died. Chaplin's coffin was dug up and stolen from its grave. Uh, by two people, and then the body was held for ransom in an attempt to extort money from his widow. But the pair were caught in a large police operation, and Chaplin was reinterred. That'd be a fun little TV movie or something. Yeah, that sure would be a fun little TV. Somebody go get tell Ryan Murphy. Mm-hmm. Ryan Murphy, feud. <laughs> Chaplin uh, versus the Grave Diggers. Uh, Chaplin's corpse. Chaplin... <laughs> Wait, hold on. Feud is usually someone versus someone. I would, if I were a cop and I got that call, I'd be like, "Really?" If I was a cop, I'd be like, "Yeah, okay." 
I'm still working on it. this. There's a do- missing dog in a neighborhood. Who I'm going to work on that one for a while. Yeah, because that dog at least is alive and like yeah. brings people joy. That guy barely brought people joy when he was alive. And the people he did yeah. bring joy to, I'd be like, oh, it was so <laughs> great. I guess it was the first movie. Fine. They've never seen movies. a motion picture before. Great. Yeah. Moving pictures. Fine. Yeah. This guy waddles around. Sure. Could you Listen, imagine? I wasn't there. Two for the great dictator, please. That'll be four cents. What a day I'm having. Yeah, those were the days. Those weren't the days, actually. The kid was Uncle Fester is crazy to know. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. I really, I think this might be the first time I knew that. I think we've uncovered a new level of like... (laughs) Not, I'm not going to call it who gives a shit. I'm going to call it just obscure old stuff. No, it's Mm. not because the people who give shit are my people. I love those people. That's a fun fact. It is a fun fact. I'm just saying that it's stuff pop culture wise that might be a little outside the ideal demographic for what, Mm -hmm. you know, you're looking to reach as people with a TikTok. What is this that you're showing? Me? Oh, these are the two people that tried to uh, that stole Charlie Chaplin's uh, corpse and then tried to. Uh, Tom, why do they look it. exactly like us? Are they our relatives? Yeah. They look pretty slick. This is yeah. I, this I, this is like an Ocean's Eleven operation. I thought they this was more of like hair. a. They did their hair before they get got drunk arrested. and dig up a body kind of thing. But this was um this looks like a pretty slick operation. And here. where did they do Who this said in they got France? Drunk? Oh, I say I, I, I thought when I was reading about it, it sounded more of like a spur of the moment thing. Uh, but I think these guys were planning this. I think this was in Switzerland. Vic- Victor Weminyama is the spur of the moment. <laughs> Thank you. Kaplan is buried in Switzerland? <laughs> uh, he was, and now he's buried in a, in a grave with a reinforced steel. So that's a little uh, challenge for all you thieves that. out there. No, all you I can get through that. First of all, first of all, we can get through that. Secondly, it's not a problem. Secondly, the market has crashed on stealing his corpse. No offense. They're protecting it a little too much. No one's going to steal it a second time. Yeah. No one wants to steal it a second <laughs> but that, time. But to be fair, Tom, that's when they least expect But that's it. what I'm, Julie, that's what I'm trying to say. Right. I think I'm we trying to make, steal Chaplin's corpse I tonight. want them to hear this and then go, hey, they really were goofing on us on Double Threat, saying we got too much security on the corpse. I think they're right. Let's ease up on that. Right, I see. Next yeah. day, me and you move in and grab the corpse. You mean you're like the loudest <laughs> drill in the world. <laughs> yeah, and oh. and two and two two handy men coming in in overalls, well, suspiciously with, like, looking like Hollywood us. toy and costume. Like they're yeah. both too like mine is too big and yours is too small. Yeah. yeah, and we're carrying just a giant box like that. We're just like we need to just move this box through here, and then we're gonna move the box out. We'll probably be moving a little slower with it when we come out. That's not because it's heavier or anything. And it's not because it's a coffin. Yeah, it's not a coffin, and it's just just do your go work or your thing. We're doing our work here. We're we we we're handy people. And then I'll be like, what is it? Because I'm a woman. Yeah. Then you hit you hit that, and then they start. Mm-hmm. Go, no, 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 it's not that. And then meanwhile, I'm like, <laughs> and you have like a big diagram that says Charlie Chaplin's corpse <laughs> and with like money, yeah, signs money. on it, all pointing to a, co- a picture of a coffin. Yeah, it's like, um, I have like a thing, it's like step one, 
Steal the corpse. Step two, sell the corpse. Step three. Step three, go to me. Rio. <laughs> go to Rio. It's like you it's like you partying with all these ladies and on the beach yeah. in Rio. I go to Rio, Rio de, de Janeiro. Do my Sorry, Peter Allen routine. Peter right? Allen. Really I'll be like new. Peter Allen on steroids. Yep. I have a feeling Peter Allen was on steroids at one point. Yeah. You know what their mistake was? They kept the body in one piece was their big mistake. Right, that is the most ghoulish thing yeah. I've ever heard you yeah. say. Yeah. Okay. <gasps> I'm okay, just saying, no, if we're going to do this, we want to get Tom, away with we've it. Gotta stop, Tom, we've got to yeah, okay, stop seven. making fun of Brett. Yeah. Tom, we've got to stop making fun of Brett right now. No, that was, that I'm was just Brett. talking about this practically. This is just a thought no, experiment. You chilled Julie, me to the yeah, bone. That was Brett scaring us on purpose. Brett, that was creepy yeah the problem was the body was in one piece it's like you guys are thinking through the logistics of it i'm just saying if you want to get away with this thing you hand it you get the body out of the ma the mausoleum yeah. you hand it to me i got six different cars waiting that body's going in six different directions if you know what i mean yeah great and then you Wait, sew it so back together you, too chaplain style we frankenhooker style it's Frank alive it's Frank alive i reincarnated the most annoying comedian in history People are like Jackie Cooper. Jackie, no, the uh, other one, George Laurel Carlin? and Hardy. No, a different one. Abbott George... and Costello. No, no, they yes, they were very annoying, but that's not who I brought back. Could you give us a hint? Ja uh, yeah, like uh. Did he have a Hitler mustache? Yes. Oliver Hardy. We already guessed him. Jackie Mason. Oof. What? What, what do, do you want? Do Money do? to put him what back do? in the ground? <laughs> Boy, this is this episode's really. Uh, I think Cliff Nesteroff is can't follow this one. He needs Cliff notes. He's, he's having a hard. Cliff Nesteroff is having a hard time keeping up with. He uh, he needs the Cliff notes. He's just like, what? What are they talking about? What if we pitched a Cliff Nesteroff? He does something called Cliff Nestor Notes. <laughs> Julie, Nest notes amazing. Or something. I don't know. Yeah. Seems like it would be helpful for. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm I'm scared of you, Brett. No, you think come about on. I'm just bodies up. This is not a living person. It's just a hundred year old corpse. I think it's. I think so, it's fine. Yeah, so far in the course of this episode, these are the threats that Brett made years our old. way. Yes, it's not more double threats. It's multiple he's, threats. He's threatening to drown us in a vat of Coca Cola or Beverly. Not, rewind the tape. That was that did not do that. <laughs> he is telling us he will dismember us if we don't go along with not, the no. rules. I'm just trying to. I'm, I want you to get away with this little okay, grave robbing sure. caper that you dream. You dreamed it up. I just came in how and punched chainsaws, it up a little bit. How many chainsaws do you have? Um. I don't have a full chainsaw. I have like a kind of yeah, because it broke. Glorified when it was weed up a body. He needs a new one. When you say full, he broke it on one of his corpses. We're talking about a fifty-year-old corpse. You don't need a chainsaw. You just shake that casket. It'll it'll come apart. Ghoulish. That's ghoulish. Now he's saying to just tear the body apart like it's a wishbone. This is creepy because you're thinking about it. It's like you've got a you've got a sick mind, man. Yeah, yeah this guy's twisted. 
Where I'm just trying to help you. I'm trying to help you. You guys had a whole plot to steal Chaplin's body again, yeah, ransom we it off. Interested in bitter. Like cutting it up. I tell you, we didn't want to cut it up. I just don't want you to we end up like these two guys with their uh, suit coats over their faces yeah. getting out of this uh, Swiss police car. We mentioned this thing within 15 seconds. Brett has a whole story about the corpse and a photo of the guys as if he had it queued up already. As if he was already do like. Know, do you know them? Are as they if your that was two a favorite criminals? Do you like them better than the two guys from In Cold Blood? Yeah, which do you like better, Brett? The In Cold Blood dudes, the In Cold, the In Cold Blood brothers, or <laughs> the uh, Blues Brothers, or the or the Blues Brothers. <laughs> I, li- I look. I don't. You know, among criminals, grave robbers would be. You know, probably the more you know, relatable, um, you know, they're Question. not, when you're saying to cut up the body, mm-hmm. does that make it so that like, because they were trying to get a ransom. Yeah. You can't cut up the body and then collect the ransom. You what were your goal. What's your goal when you cut up the body? Well, I think it's just, it's just general. Like it's like crime one one. You don't want whatever, whatever the thing is, whatever the collateral is, you don't want it all in one place, you know, cause then, then you can, the whole operation can be done in a <laughs> they're second. Gonna be so, they're going to be mad when you meet, you're like, okay, I'll pay the ransom for his body. I'll yeah. meet you at midnight at yeah. like whatever. Mm-hmm. We'll say the Beverly center, which is where you think soda is made <laughs> and they yeah. meet. And then he's like, he's like, uh, here's the arm. I'll give you the rest when we have the rest of the money. Yeah, now like, you're talking. No, now you're talking. <laughs> you meet Brett in that California pizza kitchen at the bottom of the the Beverly Center. I don't think this is a. I think this is a lot of gore for not a lot of return. Yeah, because if you Brett. bring the whole body, they just got some sting operation set up and you're done. But let's say well, that's what it sounds like. It happened. Yes. So let's say, but you show up, they do the sting operation, they open the, they open the box, and it's just one leg in there, and then they're like, oh, well, we got to bar, we got to we got to we got to negotiate with these guys. We got to get the rest of that body. Mm-hmm. It puts you in a it puts you in a position of of you know you have leverage. Tom is what Brett I'm saying. is like interested in playing like strip poker with every one of Charlie Chaplin's fingers and toes. Yeah, the could you imagine? I think this is sick. The thing, Julie. I think this is sick. This is the thing with Brett. I didn't want to bring this up on the air. It's gonna, we were going to try to have a thing off air to talk about it, and he's gotten caught up in a thing, Julie. It's called ghoul gambling, <laughs> and you go into a side room in a warehouse or something, and you gamble with yeah body parts of body famous parts of dead, dead people of, of dead like yeah. classic movie yeah. stars yeah. 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 You know, he, I mean, he won so big the other night. Uh, he won. Uh, he won uh, two two of Sid Caesar's wrists. <laughs> this and, act, he, and he I sweeps think, them toward himself like in gambling. He's like, gimme, right. gimme, gimme. I don't think this is right. It does tie into your idea, though, to have th- this could really kick your celebrity graveyard idea into overdrive, though, because mm-hmm. what you could do is. Oh, I forgot about that. Right. You could that's you could right. you, you could say with with, uh you know, legally you, with uh, every, the law on your side, you could say I've got you could have six different graveyards where Charlie Chaplin's buried. You could m- s- multiply your well, revenue what, by six. Scam, though. 
there was a lot of scam aspects to it. And this is a little scammy, but it's still, you know, you have if you have parted Charlie Chaplin in, in six, eight different graveyards instead of one, then you got eight tourist attractions mm. versus one. So I'm I saying, see what you're saying. You get celebrities bodies after they're dying, but you don't put them in just one place. So you're technically them up. you're tech. It doesn't say on the thing. All of Charlie exactly. Chaplin it just says Charlie Chaplin's buried here. It's kind of like with game worn jerseys when the they'll sell they'll say they'll sell jerseys Julie that like okay. a player wore during a game and they'll be like oh this is a game worn uniform they actually wore it on the field or on the court sometimes these freaking players will change and then there'll be more than one game worn jersey oh yeah 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 right you could also sell it as like Charlie Chaplin's remain and they're like, yeah, oh, it's a yeah, typo. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's not. Well, it's like and look, this has been going on for centuries. It's like the 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 you know, Catholic relics. They used to all there's so many churches in Europe that said they had like a piece of the cross. And I read that if you added up all the like pieces of the cross that all these churches had, it would be like it would make like a boat. There's so much wood, mm -hmm. you know. It's like this but is a this is an age old scam. Yeah, where are we where going are on the we boat? Going where are we going? Wherever we want, wherever we want with this plan. This is a this is a money maker if ever I heard one. Yeah, because the celebrity graveyard idea was great. This is multiplying that by six, eight, ten, twelve. It's ghoulish. It's ghoulish. I think. yeah. I think it would be great though if you went to a place and at some point we had to be a little clear with people and say note. Milton Berle's face is in this. Oh, I don't think here. people are going to be interested in his face, Tom. I know, but. Um, you just chose a very loaded example. Well, you want to know? I read a thing. Do you know David yeah. Steinberg, the comedian David course, Steinberg? He absolutely. said he made a point of saying in something he saw Milton Berle naked, and it wasn't mm -hmm. nearly wasn't as impressive big? as everybody as he's as as he's tried to uh, make the legend be. Well, David Steinberg, you may not know this, but he's Mister Freeze. Yes, it would be like on Seinfeld. Right. So I'm sure that Milton Burrow, Uncle Milty had shrinkage. Yes. So I got some big announcements here. I don't know if you guys are ready for these. I don't know either. This is, I mean, we're at a pivotal moment in double threat history. This is really a kind of historical on on the doorstep of history, you could say, um, because next um, next week. Wow, wow, wow. Next week, two big things are happening. First, the latest Patreon live stream with Tom and Julie. These things are so much fun. It's like an interactive episode of double threat with Tom and Julie and all your friends in the chat. They're so mm -hmm. much fun. You got to sign up for patreon.com slash double threat pod at the $10 tier, mm -hmm. you jump on these live streams. They're a blast. I believe this month we are, I'm going to be making some things from the Garfield Eats recipe book. Is that, does that sound good to everybody? Is that Sounds the plan? Great. Okay. Are you going to make Garfuccinos? We got Garfuccinos. We got the lasagna, of course. We got the special sauce. And if you'll remember, the Garfield oh, Eats is that. I know what's in the special sauce. The lasagna is, I mean, I don't really cook. Brett's obviously the gourmand, the chefarino, but these recipes are something else. Mm -hmm. Like the lasagna recipe 
Yeah, the recipes are rough, and the uh, the descriptions are tend to be missing a couple steps. So I might have to get a little creative to get these over the finish line. Um, but uh, we'll do our best. I'm gonna try to make some stuff from the Garfield Eats uh, recipe book, and we'll have that on hand here for for Tom to try if 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 you're up for it, Tom. Um, mm-hmm. I'll try any no of pressure. Stuff. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. We need to do a GoFundMe for the forty dollars that we made Brett spend on this like three page. Um, word document, Tom. I feel really bad. There's recipes like pizza dough. It just says salt, flour, and yeast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it'd be almost bad. yeah. So this so this guy put together a book. He put together a recipe book. book. The restaurant went out of business because it was IP infringement because he doesn't have the he doesn't own the rights to use the Garfield brand. But now he's also selling. The food uh, seems gross. Don't you feel like the food? Seems gross. Oh, the food seemed just terrible and kind of, it just seemed very rote. You know, it's just like rote Mm -hmm. kind of pizzas and lasagnas Mm -hmm. and stuff. And, um, but um, I guess he's still trying to make some money off the off the name because uh, he's been selling this recipe book on Twitter. I'm just amazed I got the recipe book at all. It took like two days. It was not instant hey, everybody, delivery. Venmo Brett like some money, but 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 Brett, stop when it gets to forty. Yeah. I stopped. Stop when, okay, I'll start refunding yeah, you when it gets over forty. You stop. Okay. After they reimbursed you, you have to stop. You, you know he's sure, 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 sure. This is what Brett's <laughs> going to say. Loud and, loud and clear. Loud and clear. Oh my say, god, he's, yeah. he's going to say. I didn't say that. what. I didn't agree to what. How forty of what? He's going to say forty of thousands. <laughs> forty of ducats. No, no, I got you loud and clear. You Venmo me. Oh, no, I don't like how I can Venmo me at Forever Dog. No, nobody do it. I'll do it. I'll right. do it. What, what are we Venmo? I'm going to Venmo right no, now. No, no, don't even. We're going to get a great live stream dollars. out of it. We'll make some great food. No, 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 no. It's okay. It's okay. I got the, I got the, all the recipes now. I got the secrets of this thing. Maybe I'll open up a yeah. Garfield Eats in Los Angeles. Who knows? That would be the it's funniest right. thing It's okay. Ever. Now, uh, in addition to these watch along, or addition to these Patreon live streams, you also get. I just did a, a latest watch along that's on the Patreon. We watched City of Angels. It was a lot of fun. You get bonus episodes every Friday. You get ad free audio, ad free video. The Double Threat Patreon is the place to be, and you get the 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 the, the knowledge that you're supporting the show. You're keeping it going. Yeah. In addition to all the actual you know stuff you get, so it's if you're a fan of the show, we would just ask you to consider supporting us on the Patreon. It's a lot of fun. You get yeah. your money's worth, and you help us to keep doing this show yeah. that we all love so yeah. much. I posted a thing when I went to the Sphere to see you too, Julie, and in the comments, someone wrote, "We get it, you're rich," as if I'm rich. I went to a concert. Okay, I went to a concert. They sell tickets to. All I want to say, me, Julie, we ain't rich. No, 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 no. We're doing this show. We couldn't. Are- I can't love doing it more. Yeah, I love doing yeah. it so much. But it's we it would be, it's it's nice to get we get paid a little something because of the Patreon. So thank you. Yes, thank you. Is that you. fair to say, Brett? That's that's fair to say. Yeah, yes. absolutely. That we do it do this out of love, but it's nice to you know it's nice to uh, you know cover costs and give Tom and Julie some money every month, and you guys yeah. help us to do that. So please yeah. help us to do that even more. Yeah. Because did a guy leave that comment? Yes. What? I know, but trust. No, I you're know, telling me it. that a, like a guy on Instagram. Was, you're telling me. You're hold on. You're telling me a guy on yeah. Instagram had the audacity to like share his opinion about you. Yeah, about me and something he knew even nothing though it wasn't about. solicited. Yeah, 
unsolicited. I don't know. And to, know. to link whole, and to link one thing to another story. thing completely different. Like I'm at a concert they sell tickets to. Oh, must be nice, Mr. Fancy. We get it. You're rich. <laughs> and sometimes fun stuff happens. Like this week, it was great to see everyone uh, from the Houston area tell us how excited they were to see Marvin Zindler on the show last yeah. week. Yes. And yes. get that to all the Houston people saying, amazing. oh, my gosh, it's Marvin Zindler. I can't believe you double threat found out about Marvin Zindler. We'll get to that in a second. I wanted to say one really quickly, though. We also have a big milestone next week. It is the 200th episode of Double Threat, the bicentennial wow. episode, 200th wow. episode of Double Threat. Um, un- Ooh, unbelievable. 200 episodes. Cool. Ooh, la la. And as part of that episode, we're going to be do- doing something called the Westminster Listener Show, where we pick the listener of the year, the Double Threat <laughs> listener of the year. And he- if you want to... If you want to be uh, be in consideration, if you want to nominate yourself or nominate a, a, a friend or a partner for the Westminster Listener Show, here's what you do. It's very simple, and I'm also going to put these instructions in the episode notes. Email me at doublethreatpod at gmail.com. Don't DM me on Instagram. Don't DM me on, on Twitter. Don't email me at doublethreatpod at gmail.com with the following information. Your name, your bra size, your bra size, your name, your bra size, Julie's bra size, size. Tom's bra size, the picture of a bra, picture of a bra. So Tom and Julie are going to be making jokes throughout this. There, don't listen. Listen, the things that my voice says; (laughs) those are the real things that you have to do. God. I'm just. I just want people to know that this is when you hear me say a thing. That's the the real thing that you do, Mm -hmm. and then. (laughs) I love this Her guy. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, yes, sir, Sergeant man. Bilko. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Let's fall. Let's let's make sure we fall follow the rules. Oh, yes, we've got to be in the army today. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, uh, what they're joking about? <laughs> they're just joking, guys. Uh, that's actually not what we're. Uh, uh, the, the stuff with the bras. That's not a part of the way to enter the way. Your name and where you live. Fun fact. Okay. Fun fact about yourself. Where you live. So you want their home address? Don't tell us. Do you want do you want a blueprint of their home? I think they should send a blueprint of their home, like a layout that marks a, all and a safes. Bl- a blueprint and a blooper reel. And you mark all where safes are hidden in the house on the blueprint. <laughs> and where you keep your chainsaw, because someone needs a yes. new one. Someone needs a new he chainsaw. Half of, he only has half a chainsaw. Yeah. What happened to the other half, Brett? No, I didn't mean half a chain. I mean, I have like a, I have like something in between a weed whacker and a chainsaw. It's not quite what a chainsaw. What is that, a hacksaw? You have a hack? What is it? Yeah. Uh, no, a hacksaw is more like kind of manual. You know, this is like, this is a, this is a electric. Electric. Electric, yeah. And it's for, and you use it on your weeds or you use it on trees? I trim, trim, bu- trim big bushes with it. Yeah. Well, that, you just, you just inadvertently. <laughs> That just said Julie. Julie, that was that was uh, uh Santa okay, Claus just showed your up. Your bra size, whether or not you like to trim big bushes. Yeah. Yeah. Or if you just like to let them grow wild. Yeah, we need to know that. <laughs> this is what we need. Your your bra size, of course. <laughs> the blueprint to your home, marking where all safes or <laughs> hidden Val- hidden valuables. Ra- valuables would be contained and yeah, any access were, codes yeah. please include any access codes uh safe combinations where a key mm-hmm. may be hidden etc mm-hmm. 
Um, any blockchain info you might have that we can mm-hmm. have, like Lonely Ape. If you've got a Lonely Ape thing, mm-hmm. we can steal that. I mean, we can know about that, or you could be in the contest. Right. Your name and the, the city you're from. All right, I don't need your full address. Name and city. It just makes it a little more fun, you know, yeah. so it's not just saying, you know, Terry. Mm-hmm. It's saying Terry from... You know, Nagadoches. Your routing number. We need your routing number for your bank account, for your primary and secondary bank account. Of course, your social security number we need. Uh, (laughs) Parents' name. Here's the other thing. Uh, Grandmother's maiden name. Grandmother's maiden name. All relevant passwords. All passwords. All passwords. Um. You need to know about the show because we're going to quiz you. There's yeah. going to be trivia. Yes. Yeah. So don't enter unless you want to be quizzed and mm-hmm. we'll have fun with that. So if you are a bit of a know-it-all. Yeah. Be a fan of Double Threat chance. with That's this one. That's the criteria. Be a fan. And then. This is assuming you get on, though, because you got to get past oh, the yeah. first. You got to get past the first yeah. level first, which is I need name and city. I need a fun fact about yourself. I need mm-hmm. your favorite moment from Double Threat history. That yes! could be a clip. That there could be an episode. That there could be. You no, go. I haven't gotten to that yet. That's the third That's thing the I need. That's the most important part. Yeah. There you we go. We want to know what their favorite thing about the show is or mm-hmm. what their favorite moment was. Yeah. And then I want to know why you deserve to be crowned the Double there Threat Listener go. of the Year. Yes. I need those four things. I'm going to mm-hmm. put that in the episode mm-hmm. notes. Okay. We also need the a breakdown <laughs> of the health history of your family. Mm-hmm. Who has Tay Sachs? Who doesn't have Tay Sachs? Yes. Heart disease, diabetes. Cha cha cha. Mental ill. We need to know about mental illness in your family. Um, who's fighting with who right now? Yeah, what we want the drama. What's the family yeah. drama? Your aunt Betsy's not getting along with Uncle Keebler. We need to know that. <laughs> I'm sorry, I missed that. What was that again? Uncle Keebler. Like the elves? Like the elves. We want, I want elves. I wasn't sure if it was a K content. or a G. No, it I was like Uncle... a new sound I'd never heard you I make want, before. I want elves to enter this contest. Oh my God. I was like, is Tom choking on his teeth or tongue? Yeah. That Uncle was amazing. Keebler. Thank you. That's my Uncle Keebler. <laughs> <laughs> no, we need things like that. We really do need a full from a doctor. A blood his blood blood work uh, get like blood work. you get some blood work done extensive Medical blood history. work yes we need to know your experience with narcotics and drugs like a what detailed was high list school like what was high school like for you confess to a few things what's your worst secret I mean any of these could be the fun fact. So this is not yeah. they're not off so, base here. This so could be I'm the fun fact. I'm not going to interrupt We're, them and tell them yeah. that I'm I'm not going to say don't listen to them. Brett literally just said they're not off base on that one. That's I just us? asked them for their mental health. He's been talking of, to the yeah. listeners more than us lately, I think. Yeah. He's also and he is doing that thing where we're starting to sl- the marginalization of Tom and Julie has begun. Yes, they're buffoons. The margarine, the margarinization. Just the idea, like my frying pan. Never, Julie. You know where we're getting to? The part of oh, that's just Tom and Julie doing. Never, no, no, Tom and Julie. No, no, no. Oh, that's Tom and Julie. Like that's gonna be the next phrase. Oh, that's just Tom and Julie. 
here's what I'm trying to do. Cause you don't, this is the part of the show you don't have to deal with is if, if, if instructions aren't clear yeah. and then someone feels like they got cheated or treated yeah. unfairly, yeah. I get the freaking mail about That's that. True. And That's I got to deal with all that. I got to tell them, Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I guess it wasn't clear enough. I'm sorry. I'll send you a free t-shirt. Yeah. Why? I gotta keep everybody happy. You know, I'm trying you to keep know. everyone trying to trying to just. Oh, you can't do that. Good luck. Keep with everyone that. happy. Tough. Why? You can't do that. You can't do. Uh, that. All right, scratch that. I'm not gonna send you a free T-shirt if you complain. That's yeah, not you, a real you, thing. That's the other thing, dude. You just Don't told do them yeah. it doesn't. That's not oh, real. That was just an example. Oh, all just you an just told people was disagree with me on anything. You don't have to pay for your double threat T-shirt. Right, and we get like that's not like real. Literally, like one hundredth of a penny per shirt. So you're taking yeah. money from our pockets. Yeah, from our kids. I just want to make sure mm-hmm. this is a real big contest. It's a real big opportunity for somebody out there. I just want to make sure everyone's clear on the rules and the instructions. I'm I hope sorry. we get I'm the sorry. right contestants. I, I, I hope we reach the. I hope that this, you know, message in a bottle floats out to the ocean and lands in the right hands. Yes, me that's too. all I hope is we get the right people. Who are um who are gonna be in this pageant, this contest, and will mm-hmm. be worthy of the title listener of the year. That's it. Someone's yeah. out there. Little, little Charlie Buckets out there right now listening to this. And Could Charlie Chaplin's who are who who <laughs> Brett is, uses weed whacker to oh, no, that's um, mutilate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not mutilate desecration. Under arrest for corpse. mutilating corpses is Forever Dog podcast producer brett boehm yes he joins us now in studio a victimless crime i uh wait what is your what are you accused of now you're accused of mutilating a corpse yeah no that's not a victimless crime it's literally of that's literally a crime with a victim the they just sanctity, might not be alive right sanct- now th- this is this i believe in the sanctity of the dead body uh, that yeah. is important to me. I me believe too. all skelling. I believe all skeletons should remain intact, and their bones should not be rearranged to to a xylophone formation and played nope. with another one of their bones. They're not. They're not graveyard. In, they're not graveyard musical instruments. Instruments. No, they're not. They are souls. Except for Charlie Chaplin, who was famously soulless. Yeah. I've never seen a Charlie Chaplin movie. Oh, Am I missing Julie. anything? Julie. Am I missing anything? You ain't. You'd love that little dinner roll dance he does with the little dinner I've seen that rolls. with the forks. That's fun. With the little forks Come he puts on, that's in the fun. dinner rolls. I saw Robert Downey Jr. do it when he was in that movie. So then you saw the best version. Iron Man. Yeah. <laughs> a dinner roll dance, a dinner roll dance. Gonna make the rolls dance all night. That would have been amazing if that's how he like distracted Thanos, you know, in that final movie. The, the forks are the legs and the bread yeah. is the shoes. And and everybody watch this bread dance. Yeah. I don't know if he table. distracted Thanos, but he certainly distracted the cops who were like, what are you doing with that 13 year old girl? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anywho. <laughs> Enter the contest. Show us how much you love us. Prove us yeah. your prove your love to us, but well, not in a John Hinckley Junior way. Yeah, not in a, a John, John Hinckley Senior way. Yes. He was a good man. He really was. He was a great parent. Um, mm. Now and the cats in the cradle and the silver spoon. My son wrote a note just the other day. He told the president that he would. 
that he was going to pay. Then yeah. he shot him dead, but not really. Then he and wrote a letter to the woman from Taxi from Driver. True, true Detective 3, and that's yeah. a whole thing <laughs> online I heard, but I don't read comments. It's a gift to myself. So. And I'm going to be like you, Dad. Dad. Now, Brett. Oh, yes. What's the name of the guy last week? Marvin. Marvin Zindler. Marvin Zindler, Marvin Zindler. was a personality on Houston Local News. He was the consumer protection uh, okay. specialist. And I was getting DMs and comments from all over the place. People that from Houston that grew up in Houston. And they're saying, oh, my gosh, Marvin Zindler. He was such a presence in my life when I was growing up in Houston. We all knew Marvin Zindler. We loved him. I heard somebody told me they were Marvin Zindler's bank teller that they, Marvin Zindler would come oh to their God. bank. Oh my God. I had somebody saying. That's hilarious. Isn't that crazy? I had yeah, someone saying, I love uh, that. Uh, let's see this. I got a full email. Let me, let me read some, some little gems out of this thing. Hold on a second. Okay. From Scott, listener Scott. Um, da, 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 da. Houston's a small town. I even worked with Marvin Zindler's granddaughter. And Scott wants to set the record straight here. Um, Marvin was not when he was. So Marvin would do these restaurant reports and he would say, like we saw last week, all the restaurants that had rats and roaches uh -huh. and slime in the ice machine and all his yeah. catchphrases. Scott says that Marvin was not casting aspersions on restaurants he disliked. He didn't even visit the restaurants. He's just reporting on the public health department reports. So he's just taking like reports from the public gotcha. health department. And that's right. how he knows which, you know, restaurants are, are uh, having some issues. Um, but we, 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 and then he was the inspiration for the Dom DeLuise character in the best little whorehouse in Texas. And Scott pointed out that in the stage version, the, uh, the connection is, is more literal, as you can see here from this local production in Houston. Oh my uh, God. Okay. You can see they're really doing a Marvin Zindler kind of look there on this character yeah. with the, they had a dog show on TV last night, the doggy Parton pet gala. I heard about that. How it was, was it? Tom. It was something else. There were at least five fashion shows. Amazing. I got and the I, dog I that stole that. the show was a dog named Lieutenant Dan. Wow. I completely fell in love with him. He is so cute. I followed him on Instagram right away. Mm -hmm. I strongly recommend. Hold on. Let me show you. So they did like a fashion show where all these dogs would dress up as Dolly Parton because Dolly Parton hosted it yeah. from like different eras mm -hmm. and different movies. And they have this dog dressed up like little whorehouse and best little wow, whorehouse in look Texas. At that. That's the, oh my God, this cute little so fluffy funny. dog. Now, Marvin Zindler uh, didn't just report on restaurants. Sometimes he would do sort of community interest stories and things like that. And I found one that I think you're going to like here that he did uh, in the uh, 80s about a dog that was registered to vote in Houston. Um, Marvin Zimmer yes. reported on a dog that was registered to vote in Houston. Finally, some good guy, news. Yeah, finally, This anchor guy looks like he is so fed up with Marvin being like a breakout <laughs> character. The star. Yeah, for being like a clown. And he's like, I'm serious. Why is everybody likes the idiot? This guy looks like one of the Quaids. Like, he's in between Dennis and Randy. Yeah. He also has one of those faces that it seems like you could turn it upside down and he'd be smiling. <laughs> he's got those Sam Donaldson <laughs> like eyebrows, Al too. Like a little Donaldson-y. Yeah, definitely a lot of, like, comb-over sort of, is it a wig or, or yeah. is it? 
a comb over. Brett, is there any way to turn that upside down? Absolutely. One second. So you're saying, Tom, that like this could be an Al Jaffe illustration. It could be an Al Jaffe. This could be the back cover of Mad Magazine. You could fold in and this guy would reveal something different. I used to drink. I used to smoke. I used to drink. I used to smoke. I used to do the hoochie coo, but now I'm saved. Oh, yes, I'm saved. That's what I think of when I see these. Okay. <laughs> I see it. He kind of has a beard. I see it. He has a beard. Yeah. Doesn't Where entirely are the track. Eyes? Yeah. Look, it's weird. It's weird. I'm I'm like tripping out right now. Yeah, this guy. So we want to also say to everybody Please. if you have a Marvin Zindler that you grew yes. up with, mm -hmm. tell us about them. But there's only one Marvin Zindler, surely. But if 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 but if the, if you see this guy and you're just like, oh my god, we had a guy on our news who did this crazy thing. Find some clips, send them to us, and make sure Brett has time code because otherwise yeah. he spirals into depression. I don't know if yeah. Marvin Zindler would have gone on the show if uh, Allison hadn't written such a great email about all the, mm -hmm. about all the time codes and the background and the history and all that. Do yourself a favor. Write me a good email. Yeah. Write Brett a good email, huh? So here's Marvin Zindler talking about this dog that got registered to vote. Marvin Zindler tonight has a real dog of a story concerning the voter registration laws and how easily a they can be A real dog of a story means it's a Raises shitty a story. Just how many illegal votes may be cast next week. Mm. Well, it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world out there, and a lot of dogs would probably like to vote. In fact, one dog did have a valid voter's registration. That's the greatest opening statement. All right, we're going. Got to go back on that one. It's a dog-eat-dog -dog world out there. And what they say, most of those dogs would like to vote. Okay, that was incredible. That was such a great, like, ever heard. logic, linear, yeah. and then right into the wall. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing. Well, it's a dog-eat-dog -dog world out there. And a lot of dogs would probably like to vote. In fact, one dog did have a valid voter's registration card. That is until today. Mrs. R.P. Blackmire of Tomball has a beautiful 200-pound female mastiff named oh. Minnie Raw. To demonstrate Wait, how easily fraudulent voter registration... Hey, let's get what's the name. What's Hold her on. name? Hold on. She comes flying around that corner, dude. This dog's definitely... That dog's 200 She's ready pounds. to vote. That dog's taking you where that dog wants <laughs> yeah. to go. To yeah, the she wants to go to the voting machine. Mrs. R.P. Blackmire of Tomball has a beautiful 200-pound female mastiff named Minnie Rob. To demonstrate how Minnie easily Rob? fraudulent voter... What is it? Uh, Mini Rob. So like Minnie Mouse and then like Rob, R-O-B-B. -B. Minnie Rob. Minnie Rob. Not, is that a common name in the South, Brett? I haven't heard Mini Rob, but I've heard very similar. Life. I've heard very similar. You know, you get a lot of two name kind of two name constructions. Yeah. Uh, oh, okay. That, yeah, that one's you okay. know. Yeah. yeah. Hey it. man, Mini Rob, get over here. Try this, Beverly. Because there could have been something where you played that like seven hundred times, and I still wouldn't have heard it. So I do appreciate yeah. that. Registration cards can be obtained. Mrs. Blackmire and her husband put their dog's name on a registration coupon, which they clipped out of a newspaper, and then had the dog make an X on it. The Blackmires mailed it in. Lo and behold, a few days later, back came a voter registration card in the name of Minnie Rob Blackmire. The dog was a registered voter. 
Mrs. Blackmire and I took Minnie Robb to see tax assessor collector Carl Smith, who was not at all amused, mainly because Mrs. Blackmire had also sent letters to both U.S. senators from Texas, to the Federal Election Commission, and had notified Lloyd me. Lloyd Benson. Benson. Smith says I knew John Kennedy. I fucked John Kennedy. Yeah. You're no John Kennedy, yeah. but I'm going to fuck you anyway. <laughs> Remember? Yeah, I do. It was a classic debate moment when Lloyd Benson turned to Dan Quell and said, <laughs> I knew Minnie Rob. <laughs> I walked Minnie Rob. I walked Minnie Rob. And you, sir, are no Minnie Rob. And you, sir, need a belly rub. <laughs> it's, it's a dog eat dog world out there. And plenty and of these dogs of those would dogs like to vote. Probably would like to vote. Probably what? is the key that word in the whole thing. The most psychotic premise. Yeah. Ever. It's a dog-eat-dog world out there, and plenty of these dogs would probably like to vote. No! (laughs) All right. (laughs) Back to the slime and the ice machine for this guy. This is not... Okay. Yeah. Felony to falsify an application for a voter's registration, and he threatened to take the black mares before a grand jury for registering their dog. Is the person that signs it and the person that witnesses, are they both guilty? Well, I'm not, you know, I'm not the lawyer in the case. I'm just uh, You wrote the law. You said Well, I was, I certainly helped in writing it because at that time What penalty do you think they're going to give the dog? We could really use a cutaway to the dog right now. said a word through all this, waited in the car, afraid she might be going to jail. (laughs) Meantime, her voter (laughs) registration card was Sorry, could you pause it? You can't, okay, what's his name? Melvin? (laughs) Melvin Zidler. Okay, Marvin. Marvin cannot read the thoughts of animals, yeah. and he does not. It, he does not realize that. Meanwhile, Minnie Rob was sitting in the car waiting for the owner, afraid she's going to go to jail. <laughs> no, the dog doesn't know any of this is going on. Minnie Rob was in the car wishing she could be listening to the radio because she loves disco. <laughs> <laughs> Minna Rob, wishing she could vote. She'd vote for disco. Afraid to go to jail because she wants to see the Bee Gees next week. (laughs) When they come to town. She is a disco freak. Minna Rob. I I like how he's like, now the person who checks the thing and uh, fills the other thing out, they uh, can also... uh, uh, I can get arrested. No, no, I don't know the law. You wrote the law. He's just, he's. Minnie Rob should have been in the room for that. Minnie Rob should have been in the room. So funny to cut to her being like, I'm having fun. Yeah. I'm having a good time. I actually do want to vote. No one asked me, yeah. but I do. Cause that guy reads my mind and you need to listen to him. Cause he's the only one who is the true prophet. Yeah. And the dog's just like. Hoping to get some snacks. Hoping to get some snacks. Hoping to get lots, some snacks. Lots of attention yeah. and commotion today yeah. around you know who. And dogs like if I got dogs like so if I get arrested. Yes. There's will no I get a lot of pettins in there? Will I get a lot of pettins in jail? I don't know what being arrested is. Minnie Rob in the car, scared she was going to jail. Yeah, Wanting it, to vote. Yeah. Wanting to dance. You're maybe uh, conflating a couple things there. Uh, 
afraid no, she was going to go to jail. <laughs> dog. <laughs> to this dog is like perfectly Not on fine. the dog's mind. Not on the dog's mind. Dog is like, what's this guy with the camera smells interesting. Mm-hmm. Lots of stuff is happening. Yeah, a lot of movement. A lot of things happening today. Fun. Good. I like it. So how does how the hell does <laughs> when, this end, Brett? All right, our, let's see. When our snacks for men are Rob. So now we're back in the studio. So this is, must be the wrap up here. I wish, well, I, I learned that- from Carl Smith that the U.S. Supreme Court is responsible for making it so easy to register to vote. My old friend Carl was a little upset with me over this, but Mrs. Blackmire did make her point. Easy voter registration makes it easy to stuff the ballot box. And as for Minnie Rob, I'm not so sure who she would have voted for, but her vote would have been just as intelligent as a lot of legally registered voters. Marvin Zindler, Eyewitness <laughs> News. Wow, Thank that. You, Marvin. <laughs> I feel. This guy. <laughs> wow, Marvin. He should have been on the stage. You Do we know if he it. did anything in the theater? Oh, uh, good question. I didn't. I didn't see anything to that to that effect. There's so many like mayors he, he could have played in he musicals. Did. He, was, he was in Oak Calcutta. Oh, gross. <laughs> That's what I called it. Oh, gross, Calcutta. Oh, find some underwear, will you? Can you Calcutta? tell people about old Calcutta, please? It was a musical where everybody was nude. <laughs> <laughs> like at that point in, in like, where like theaters becoming like progressive. So in the 70s, there was like the nude, like there was like, the nudie musical was a thing. Yeah. There's a book about it. It's so fu- it's the funniest it's thing. So funny. The idea of like there was like an episode of The Odd Couple where someone went to the theater, like, and you just hear it off camera. It's like the water is so wet. I'm taking my robot, like or whatever. I forget what show. <laughs> I forget. Maybe I think it might have been The Odd Couple. I might be it wrong. It sounds like an Odd Couple episode. I could see. <laughs> Tony Randall reacting. Yeah. Yeah, it was off of the heels of like the kind of porno chic, like Deep Throat was in the movie uh-huh. theaters and people were going, you know, at like 8 p.m. to see it. So and musicals hair, kind of hair followed Hair was suit. an early one. Hair is earlier. That's that's a little bit more like hair was like late 60s. I mean, in terms of nudity on stage, though. Certainly. But like this was kind of more like kitschy, cute, funny. Sure. Like Three's Company, I think, would be a like cultural like timeline wise um i mean look you don't have to tell theater people to take their clothes off they love it and what was the biggest of these 70s nudie musicals oh, oh calcutta, oh, calcutta was sure. the biggest okay for sure yeah and i I, <laughs> I was thinking more that he'd be like you know the mayor and bye bye birdie or something mm-hmm. or the dad bye bye birdie the mayor music man you know He's in, yeah, Marvin Zindler in in Bye Bye Birdie, just like, kids, I don't know what's wrong with these kids today. Tom, you've sold me. If I was the kids. director. Yes. <laughs> yes. Me. Brett, make an AI, please, mm. where Marvin Zindler plays. Um, kids, uh, they Mr. are disrespectful, Mac- disobedient oafs. Noisy, lazy. <laughs> we need to get. 
Have an AI do that, please, yeah. Brett. All right, you got have, it. Have him sing. Yeah. Have Zidler sing Mr. McAfee. Yes. Why can't <laughs> they be like we were? What if he's just like. Perfect in every way. Better to have a pet like Minnie Rob. <laughs> we should be able to end on these notes, Brett. This is. Mm. Double Threat's funnier than it's ever been somehow. It, it boggles the mind. It minds the boggle. Because at this it point, you're beyond. Because at this That's point. What I do at the yeah. nursing home when everyone's like, oh, we got to take a walk. I say, don't worry. I'll take care of the board games. <laughs> you Sorry. What, Brett? You so was going to say, you're hold on. <laughs> you, yeah, when you work at a nursing home, you, you didn't know that. You mind the boggle. So you just be like, yeah. hey, we're going to go. Uh, we're going to go bring food to people. Uh, we're going to go bring food. We're going to go. Oh. Just, and you're just like, I'll mind the boggle. I say I mind, I'll mind the boggle. And I watch the boggle and no one's ever stolen any, what I want to say, tiles? There. The boggle game is complete. Can't say the same about Candyland. No, Candyland has been a, a shit show. It's been a real free-for-all. Lord Licorice got, like, scratched out. <laughs> Someone scratched him out because it reminded him of, like, a war um, like a war mm -hmm. criminal, they fought alongside. It's the whole mm -hmm. thing. Now, Brett, I was going to say you you are now in in rare air where you because at this point you're only competing against yourselves. But pretty much, you're not pretty much. The, the, the any competition against any other show has long been you know settled. So at this point, you're just competing against yourself to make this show as funny as it can be. And somehow you keep outdoing yourselves. I don't know how yeah. you do it. But I sit here every week and I marvel. I sit here just shaking my head in wonderment. I've got a bunch of clips here. We don't have time to get to all of them, but you, uh, maybe I'll I'll, sh I'll shout out some titles and you tell me what you're feeling. Uh, you got it. We can do two two clips. One will be on the show. One will be a bonus. Um, all right. Uh, Barry Williams doing a Three Stooges musical tribute. Barry Williams from the Brady Bunch. Greg doing a, Brady. Doing a Three that Stooges musical tribute. That sounds like hell, and I'm intrigued. Keep going. I'm, uh, I'm intrigued. Televangelist Jim Baker hawking his apocalypse food tubs. I've seen th that. I've that's seen like, that. We, if you know Vic Berger, you know that one. Mm, yeah, okay. And that's a, But I, I will really watch it. really know Vic Berger? Nobody really knows Vic Berger. But if you watch that, Vic, Vic has mine. Those I would watch those in a second, though. But I'm let's not, keep that maybe on the back burner. Exactly. Then. Yeah. Keep that for back a rainy burger. day. <laughs> All right. How about this? I'm going to show you. A, I'm going to show you a short one. I'm going to show you a short one for the show, and then uh, and then we'll do Barry Williams Three Stooges tribute for the okay. bonus clip. But Great. this this came up. This this clip was sent to me by Cecilia. And uh, you know we've talked about beefsteaks, Charlie. Beefsteaks, beefsteak, Charlie's on the show oh, a lot. God. From the top, like Brussels. Five, sprouts. six, seven, eight. You know, well, it is. Well, now I'm worried. I'm, where's the apostrophe? Beefsteak, Charlie. Beefsteak, Charlie's. Right. Okay, so yeah. it's his restaurant. Yeah, got it. All right. So beefsteak. We, we've talked. His about, name is Beefsteak Charlie. Beefsteak. And Charlie. this is his restaurant. Yeah, yes. makes perfect sense. Yeah, just like your podcast, Brett. You're not yeah, podcast, and it's not like there's Brett. more than one of him. Yeah. And so if I open up like a little, it's not like he has a twin brother also named Charlie. And if I open, yeah. open up a little chili kiosk, we call it Podcast Brett's. That's right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bra podcast Brett's House of Diarrhea. 
Everybody's two favorite things in the title, podcasts and diarrhea. What's yeah. not to like? You want cheese or no yeah. cheese? Surprise me. What if do you, I care? If you look I'm in here, a crystal ball, I? yeah. If it, <laughs> I mean, if you look That's in a crystal ball, Brett, and saw that five years from now, the biggest show on Forever Dog was about diarrhea. <laughs> How much would you pay me? What would you? Oh no, hold on. Uh, what, how much do I know? The word diarrhea is in the title, or I know I know for a fact the show is about diarrhea. It's about diarrhea. It's uh, it's the most successful show, and it's huge. It's it is, but so it's it's successful. It's What's successful. the question again? What would what would you think your did you think your life got better okay. or worse? I would oh, say I my see. life. Um, if a big show about diarrhea, I'd say I'd say I'm thankful for a hit. Any old hit'll do. Mm. You know, I yeah. wouldn't uh, I'd say, well, it'll be interesting to see how we get there. Uh, yeah. Buckle up. Buckle up, buddy. That's what I say when I, you know, go to like Taco Bell. Buckle that's what they say to you up. when they give you your food. They go, buckle up, buddy. Yeah. Instead of have a nice day. They, it, that's what they're saying. They say now. buckle up, buddy. Then they say in 10 minutes, it's also going to be buckle down, buddy. When you're oh, in the bathroom. God. Oh, buckle down. I hate buckling down. What if you saw that the number one show on the network was. A show about diary. Number two was called Curtis Lee was World of Cats. Oh, World of Cats. So he's just talking about cats. He can't yeah. focus. He can't we focus. All you know, know it's going to end up in race talk within. So tabbies. He'll be like, so tabbies. The- and then these immigrants, though, they're dry, like, he's right. just like, yeah, oh, great. Yeah, yeah, these strays that, like, I need to worry about where they're going to sleep at night. And you yeah. know that he's not talking about cats. Um, What about. A show on Forever Dog called WikiFeet, the podcast. Wow, that's a great one. What would you, would you be? So our would, top three shows are the Diarrhea Show, <laughs> Curse Lee Wise World Curse of Cats, yeah, WikiFeet, the podcast. And they're bringing yes. in huge numbers. Yep. You know what? I'd, I'd, buck, I'd buckle up and enjoy the ride. I'd say at least. You buckle it, down. You got to bu- remember, you got to buckle yeah. up. And then I think the diarrhea down. one could work because, you know, you know, the, in the uh, middle. Our, our, our buddy, the great Brett Davis, made that show uh, for Forever Dog podcast for laundry, which you were supposed to listen to while you were doing your laundry. At least that was the original premise of it. A diarrhea podcast could be a podcast when you have diarrhea, something to distract you. Sure. You're on the toilet. You're having a I, rough time. You pop on the diarrhea podcast. I don't like this. You're on the toilet. You're having anymore. a rough time. I don't like this conversation anymore. I think it could work because it's not a. The podcast is actually to distract you from. You know, it's I something think you to, need to ease. I think you deserve focus. Mm-hmm. I think your body is saying, like, pay attention. Well, your to body me will do the. Your body will do the work. To, yeah, but it's also like the firework. It's like the Fourth of July of like you know body functions. It's like you know, dogs are scared. <laughs> But your mind, your brain ain't got nothing to do with it. Your brain can can do go do something else while the body works on the diarrhea. What if you looked five years from now and you looked also at your like What's this your day planner be? and it what said is this question? I'm like, it said Wednesday, it said Wednesday nine a.m. Testify against Joe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that feels more likely than the diarrhea podcast being a hit. Mm. What did he do? Is this about the will? Did you he know, forge his signature? I mean, it's just, it's just, you live long enough, people start making bad decisions eventually. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> so you got what do you got? Oh, beef. Oh, so so we've talked a lot about on this show about beefsteak Charlie's. It's in the double thread yeah, canon. It is. It is. It is uh, 
Um, and of course, this restaurant in the in the mostly, I guess, what in the New York area or the Northeast yeah. mostly. Yeah, um, Northeast, I'd say. So. I'd say. Uh, that was really active in the 70s, 80s, 90s. And we got this clip. You're gonna get spoiled. We treat you right. You right. And they got the free You're shrimp, the endless free spoiled. shrimp, a lot of fun, mm-hmm. uh, the endless free sangria. They had a lot of fun promos. And if you remember when we when when, uh, when we talked about Beefsteak Charlie's, we were talking about how they would have open mic nights, they'd have bands, they'd have stand-up yes. comedy nights. I mean, they yeah. were really throwing a lot at the wall over there at Beefsteak Charlie's, seeing what stuck. And one band that played at Beefsteak Charlie's ended up uh, going on to have a, a pretty successful uh, career. This is... Uh, Smashing Pumpkins? Not Smashing Pumpkins. This is uh, the the Talking Heads played at Beefsteak Charlie's early uh, in there. Actually, it's Talking Heads. There's no the. Thank you. Talking Heads. That's but that makes it uh, hard. Justin to... Timberlake was like, get rid of the the. It's cleaner. <laughs> he did. And David Byrne was like, sounds good to me. Yeah. He was like. <laughs> David Byrne getting more acting work than he I said. Am. Making sense is not cool. You know what's cool? <laughs> Stop <laughs> making sense. Yeah. He said, "Yeah, you know what's even cooler? The girlfriend is good." <laughs> Better. Sorry, I I was like I saw it coming, and I was like, "Don't yeah. do it, Julie!" No, but I can't to. help it. You have Sorry. to. You have to. I'm, I, I just wouldn't drove want my it car any other into way. the garage. It was an intrusive thought. Wouldn't realized. want it any other way. Well, there we are. So you're telling us that Talking Heads played Beefsteak Charlie. Well, I'll let the I'll let the the David Byrne tell you himself oh, here. This boy, is from oh uh, Goody He looks like Mr. he's mid hair himself. He's mid secret. Looks yeah. like he's telling I somebody. I tell you, David David Byrne and David Lynch have such good hair. Yeah, it makes me and sick. Like it makes me so jealous. They have that like thick, amazing white pompadour. Yeah. Uh, the kind that like uh, Zidler probably asked his wig maker to yeah. emulate at one point. I got my hairs like David Byrne <laughs> from Talking Heads, <laughs> and I'm gonna be doing some speaking in tongues. <laughs> Dogs. Our dogs. When is a dog not a dog? When it wants to vote. And they all do. Hi. I'm a weird guy. Uh, and you're watching uh, the news. The news. Believe it also. or not. I, a- I know. All right. So this is David Byrne with so his David Byrne on a, on Colbert recently with the whole band, I believe. This is when they, you know, got back together for the stop oh, making God. sense. Um, yeah, They're no, all they sitting look- together. They looked like they were having a hoot. They must really get along. I believe well. it's all they're all together here. Um, and then uh, they're talking about the early days of the band, the early days of Talking sure. Heads. And he drops this little Rizzy. this little anecdote here. All right. <laughs> we're just like, oh no, oh no, this is not good. Yeah. I also remember we played a uh, beefsteak Charlie's in Yonkers. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's sure. not there anymore. Oh. The no. worst part about it were Jerry and I were dressed in the same outfits as the waiters. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. He looks great. Okay, so, so, so you guys... Uh... So that's that. Okay. A little, little, a little fun, fun anecdote there. Yeah. Hey, look, I'll say, I'll say this. I always like hearing from and seeing Tina. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like all of them. And I, I know exactly where that beefsteak Charlie's was. It was on Central Avenue, if I'm not mistaken, Brett. Mm. Um, we used to, well, we, I just remember my family like drove past it. Mm-hmm. I think it was on, uh, it could have been on Central Avenue and Ardsley Road. 
but maybe. Yeah, I'm seeing uh, 1820 Central Avenue in Yonkers. Central Avenue. Wow, look at that. Look at Mm -hmm. that. I know exactly where that was. Mm -hmm. And that's the one they may have been replaced by a ground round. round And then most recently by a Charlie Brown's Steakhouse, which now is permanently closed. Yes, the Charlie Brown's Brown's line is like, why is all these Charlie's? Sorry, what were you saying, Tom? Oh, no, I was saying I loved Ground Round. I loved Charlie mm-hmm. Brown's. Salad Bar Charlie Brown's was unbelievably good. I had some really good meals growing up at Charlie Brown's. It was a family restaurant, which is what this yeah. country needs more of. God yeah. damn it. Yeah. More croutons. family restaurants. More croutons. croutons. I want yeah. good salad bars. I want yeah. a baked potato. Mm-hmm. In the foil. In the foil, sour cream on the top and on the side. Yep. And that's when they did that. Talking Heads did their big hit at the Beefsteak Charlie Brothers. They're like, eating steak, drink sangria, 15 minutes, get diarrhea. <laughs> the number one podcast. How long did you Just say it was going to be? A year? Charlie's. Charlie. What's that, Julie? Charlie. Charlie. When did you say the diarrhea podcast would be number one on Forever Five Dog? Years. Was it five year? years. Five years. Is... Oh gosh. All right. And then, the world ends in... and then yeah. the world ends in seven. I think we're yeah. good. Actually, that mm. actually works out. Okay. Got it. Well, I guess the the bigger question is if we did do that diarrhea podcast, would you guys still stick on the network? Oh Post no, it? no, we're gone. <laughs> not we... any, not even a second hesitation. Uh, there. Uh, five years from okay. now, yeah, we're on the we're not Julie and I are not going to be on the diarrhea podcast network. We don't know what it's about. It could be, you know, it's one of those ideas do, like the though, Lego movie that... where you're like, how could they make that work? And then it's a big funneled yeah. hit. You know, maybe that's what the diarrhea podcast is. Mm-hmm. It's like the uh, Lego movie. Um. Well, let's cross that bridge. I'd say. Yeah, let's we'll cross, cross that bridge. bridge. All right. So, I uh, so Julie seems to be uh, got some got some yeah, wiggle I'm room there. The dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's yep. a chance. So you're saying there's answer. a chance. You yeah. stay on Forever yeah. Dog when we mm-hmm. do the diarrhea show. Sure. Yeah, all right. That's enough for me. Yeah. I've done more with less. <laughs> He's done more with less, Julie. He's done more with less. Yeah. Who's less? That's, that's, and that shows, that's the third biggest <laughs> show on the network five years from now, more with less. Less Claypool host a show. It's less Claypool from Primus. And it's Michael Moore, more with less. <laughs> Brett. Oh, wow. <laughs> you just created you. something no one wants. <laughs> You created a thing. No one thing. wants that. You made no something that's perfect that. and worthless. No, it's even dogs will learn how to like turn the the, the yeah. phones off. Yeah. They'll learn how to mute the phones. Yeah. Dog will be like, Rexha, stop. Dog just trying to learn how to tell Alexa to stop playing the podcast. Rexha, drop. Like a husky. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back next week for our 200th episode. And we're so happy that we, um, you know, we couldn't do this. We couldn't have gotten to 200 without you. We can't Absolutely. wait for the next 200. And we love doing the show. Thank you so much for listening and for supporting and using your um, time, money, and yes. energy to go to the Patreon and support us there. 
and we will be back next week for the live stream as well as the That's 200th right. episode, which is so exciting. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Bye-bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Dog. Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original Dog. podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.